0: this mystery, I was a hidden treasure and I loved to be known, and so I created the world Mm. that I might be known. Mm. You could spend the rest of your life just hanging on to these two incredible ideas, and they are the foundation of my book, Mm. that you are remembering not a job, not a career, not a profession, not a goal, there's nothing to do here. Nobody is judging you on your deathbed. Did you fulfill your soul's purpose? Well, no, bad girl. <laughs> Instead, you came here carrying this divinity. Mm-hmm. Now, nobody told me that in grade school. Yeah. You are, you already are a divine being. Pierre Chardin said we are divine beings, mm-hmm. having this wacky human experience. So we chose this. <laughs> And there might be days when we say, and what was I thinking? Mm -hmm. (laughs) But here we are. And so why are we here? Isn't this the great question? Mm -hmm. Akashic record readers, psychics, angel guides readers, you name it, they all say that the question that people bring is, why am I here? Mm -hmm. Why am I here? Mm -hmm. Well, you're here to express this divinity, to reveal one little piece of it that's only Mary Ann. It's only Janet. It's only Maria, that's only John, that's only Bernie. That is this divinity seeking itself in and through and as you. It's a well, I still have goosebumps
1: you yeah, I hang like you. <laughs> just the same. I'm hanging on your every word here because the truth is, is all these years later, like you, I started my journey when I was 16 years old trying to wake up, and it has taken me. I, I, I always like to say I've taken the scenic route to enlightenment. It's <laughs> <laughs> a little slow or something. I don't know. But it's been a long haul, and there are certain truths. Certain divine truths that never cease to just make me feel completely uh, lined up, goosebumps, and and, and delighted. You know, that truth delights. Okay, so let's move into, we're going to go to break here in just a bit, but we want to start to move into how we remember our soul's purpose and what that is and how we get to it. You have seven loops for us. We're going to discuss each one of them in in some depth but here's the good news you get the book trust me I've been through the book I'm actually I've been including it into I do this work with some of my clients in my own version but honestly Janet your book has been so useful in my own practice Finding fun, creative ways to really tap in. That's what I'm all about. You know, there's enough hard, you know, rough, tough stuff that's going to come up in any kind of inquiry. But you make it creative for us. And and really, the invitation is gorgeous. So um, the first place we do start is with that spark of longing, Mm -hmm. opening to the sacred spiral. So let's talk a little bit about spiral before we go to the break Mm -hmm. and let's
0: spiral in. Well, the spiral started out, as everything does for me in deep soul writing. I knew I was being called several years ago to come up with something, some kind of course, to help people remember their soul's purpose. And in doodling, I was like, oh, there's, oh look at that. It's a spiral. But I only saw it as a two-dimensional spiral. And just like you, the scenic route takes me a while to uh, you know, be ready to really get the whole story. The spiral opened for me in the wackiest, craziest, most delicious way. I was invited to the Kashi Ashram in Sebastian, Florida, because we were going to do a retreat there. And they put me up in this lovely big room, and it's got this enormous king-size bed. But next to the bed is a -a three-and-a-half-foot-tall bronze statue of Shiva. Mm Okay, sleeping next to Shiva. Maybe I'm just going to turn my back here. (laughs) That night, I wasn't expecting it, that night... I entered the spiral. I'm inside it. It's no longer two-dimensional. I'm inside it. I'm looking up. I'm looking around. Oh, my goodness. It's made out of light. Oh, there's four spirals. The next morning, I'm having coffee. And we're going to hold that thought.
1: You okay. You're having coffee, and everybody has to wait to hear what happens. The
0: spiral, because we're going
1: to break. Don't touch that dial, everybody. We're going to spiral right back at you right here on Marion Life. Me and Janet Connor, finding your life's purpose when we get back after these messages.
2: I don't want to date anymore.
3: What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event.
2: Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love.
3: Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship.
2: Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now. We've ordered No No More More Love Life Life Drama Drama for for us. us.
1: Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Marianne Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com.
2: .com. Collect 10 nights and you'll get one night free. And there's no cancellation charges, no change fees. For the best deals, even last-minute deals, visit HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click on Hotels.com.
3: Music, information, and friends. HealthyLife.net.
1: All right, people, when you think of miracles, and if you don't think of Janet, Connor, I don't know what's wrong that's <laughs> that scenario, but all your fans are tuning in, and everybody, if you're not a fan, you will be by the end of this show or the end of this segment, so here's the deal, what's your life purpose, we don't have to pound away, we don't have to seek, we don't have to climb that mountain. It's in you. We need to re-remember it. You were telling yep. us a story about
0: how you <laughs> spiraled in, helping us spiraling in. There you are spiraling in with, with a cup of coffee. Uh, well, exactly. So I'm, I'm just stunned that morning. I'm sitting there probably slightly drooling and my friend comes in and she can see me just sort of sitting there. And I, and I held up my journal and go, look, look, there's, there's a spiral It has four loops. And I'm I have no. Marianne, she says, "What did you expect? You were in Yogi Bhajan's bed." (laughs) (laughs) Who? How did that happen? Well, it turns out Yogi Bhajan, who brought kundalini yoga to America, was for some reason up in northeast Florida. His people were being persecuted, and Majaya, who created the Kashi Ashram, said, Here, you stay here. He lived there for two years, and she built him a shrine, a temple, and I was sleeping in his bed. I have slept in his bed now three times all three times. Oh my goodness. So but think how easy that made it to write the book. I it's a spiral, non negotiable. And from then on I wrote this book in my dreams. I would be in fact sometimes I'd fall asleep saying, Okay, spiral five, I'm not quite sure what happens. I'm going to sleep. You guys do a little nice uh, 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 uh. <laughs> And I'd fall asleep with a notepad next to my bed and I'd be awakened. And the next morning, I I would see all the Guided (laughs) Meditations. I never thought I wrote Guided Meditations, but I would see exactly what happens to the reader. And then the next morning, I'd put a pen in my hand and take dictation. All right. Oh, wow. All right, everybody.
1: The first place we go, loop one, is to feel the spark of longing and open the sacred spiral. Then the next place we go is, which we've talked some about a little bit, um, the next place we go is listen to your soul's stories. Talk yeah. about what that means.
0: Well, it's a, it's a little like it's exactly like saying you know your soul's purpose isn't this thing that you're pushing and forcing and. Wah, 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 wah. In Instead, it's this gift you've been given, and you just have to open your heart and remember it. Well, the same thing with your story. From a psychological standpoint, we have a tendency to look back at all the crud that happened, the crazy parents, and oh my God, this happened in college, and oh my God, the crummy boyfriend, and oh, the job, and oh, I lost that money, and oh, the divorce, and all the cancer diagnosis. That's not your soul's story. And so in the book, you're walking this sacred spiral back in time. So you start out, if it were me, 68 years old, and you go back, 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 to adulthood, back to childhood. But you don't say, I now want to remember my divorce. No, you shut up. And you press this, I like to use the analogy of a radio seek button. You just press the button, and suddenly this... This awareness, this memory. I remember walking in the snow and listening to it crunch. Oh, I remember my favorite toy. Oh, I remember the day I stood up to my father. They're they're not Mm -hmm. the mm, the life moments, Mm -hmm. but they are the moments that your soul cares about and your soul wants to remember. Everybody is floored by these memories that sometimes they didn't even really remember that they were important. And you know what we do to help trigger that? I advise you to get out photographs. You know those photographs from, like, grade school where you have that nice big picture of your face? And look yourself in your own eyes. Ooh. Look yourself in your own eyes. Now, I got that advice in my deep soul writing, and I did it myself. It's a stunning experience. Take a bunch of pictures, going back in time, put them in a pile, and sit your ass down in a chair for two and a half hours and do nothing but look yourself in the eyes. It is a stunning experience. And I didn't understand what was really going on. I just knew it was a stunning experience. And then out of the blue, because this always happens, a friend says, have you read The Heart's Code by Paul Pearsall? I never even heard of Paul Pearsall. But he's the great expert on um, heart transplants. He's the one that's followed, that noticed this research, that your personality, sometimes even the food you like to eat, is actually altered, and, and you pick up the energy of the heart transplant that you receive. How is that possible, right? Wow. So this is a wow book. And he talks about when you look someone in the eye, you are sending out an infrared light, uh, like a spark of love, and it goes into the black pupils in the other person's eyes and returns. And so there is this, and this is science. This isn't, Mm -hmm. you know, spiritual Mm -hmm. Mm woo-woo. This infrared signal is going back and forth. Now, you're looking your own self in the oh, eye. Yeah. You're looking at yourself at three. You're looking oh, yeah. at yourself at birth, if you're lucky to have a birth picture. That's true. Right. And you are sending this infrared love to yourself and returning yep. to yourself. Yep. It's Almost impossible to describe the profound heart awakening. Everybody in my classes says they just fall madly in love again with this person that is themselves. It's amazing.
1: I remember when I was doing soul retrieval, I didn't even know what that was. Long story short, I found, I was looking for my authentic self. And through a series of miracles, uh, some pictures that had been lost in my family in a fire came back to me. And there was a picture of me at five years old. When I got the picture, my whole life changed, literally based on what you're talking about. I looked in your eyes, I was, and I could cry saying it. I said, oh, there I am. There I am. That's the me I'm looking for. I didn't even know. So what you're talking about is the divine tells us the divine brings these angels and, and and guides and oh my god, so this is so exciting right, so exciting, so we're going to look at ourselves in that chapter, look at ourselves in our own eyes, magic is going to happen and then we move. we're going to just sort of move on to the next couple of chapters here uh, the next chapter that we hit on Janet, unless you wanted to say anything before we move on. No, let's give the listeners a little taste of yeah, each yeah, of yeah. them if we can. So the birth choice chapter is one of my favorites uh, you know, it involves numerology and all kinds of really fun stuff talk about this loop
0: well this one is i mean as amazing as it's been to remember your life story back to toddlerhood at that point just about anybody intellectually would say well memory has to stop there but we're very blessed to be alive right now where perinatal and prenatal research is clearly showing the baby is sentient at birth. The baby remembers birth, and that baby remembers pre-birth. How is that possible? But science can show us that the baby does remember, which means you remember, I remember. Intellectually, we may not right now, but it's in your body. The body is holding all of this memory, and through the guided meditation, you are able—you are able—to remember pre-birth and making the choice to be born. Now, this is the great in the book, and it's—it's almost—it's too astonishing for words. But you are the one. You are the one who made the mystical decree that brought you into this life. When we come back after the break, we're going to talk
1: more about that and how to access some of the ways into understanding your unique uh, birth numbers, name, etc. And we get back right after these messages. More with Janet Connor. Find your soul's purpose when we return.
2: I don't want to date anymore.
3: What? Did you break up again? You said he's perfect. Well, I don't blame you. My last date lasted two minutes at a speed dating event.
2: Are you still looking for the one? There are millions of singles looking for soulmates. Actually, drama-free love.
3: Worry no more. Nine international relationship experts collaborated to bring you secrets to drama-free love. Proven solutions that singles use to help them find, catch, and keep the right relationship.
2: Get your copy of Secrets to Drama-Free Love at Amazon.com now.
3: We've ordered
2: No More Love Love Life Life Drama Drama for Us.
3: Shh! Over here. Here's a secret for a virus-free computer. ESET. Did you know that in seven minutes you might save $522 in car insurance? Well, this makes sense, since 21st Century Insurance's company's website has been rated number one in responsiveness by Keynote. Serving customers since 1958, 21st Century Insurance has a 24-7 online policy and claim service. You can get a quote fast and easy, so get your quote by visiting HealthyLife.net's advertiser page and click right on the 21st Century Insurance banner. More exhilarating talk, HealthyLife.net.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome back. Janet, Connor, and I were talking during the break. We're like, this is not self-help. This is mysticism, she said. This is big, deep, life-altering stuff, okay? This isn't like a Band-Aid. This is beyond open-heart surgery. This is soul. Your own self. All right, everybody. So just so you know. All right, so before we went to the break, you were in the middle of finishing up a a thought, Janet. I'm going to let you finish up that thought before we
0: move on. Well, the bit is about um, birth. Okay, so you can remember your physical birth. You can remember being a fetus. But the astonishing thing, I think, in that um, particular spiral loop is the awareness that you made all the choices in being born. You chose, there is deep meaning in the moment, and astrology, you, with the first breath, you breathed in this world, this universe, and you breathed in. Astrology is as real and as rich and as magnificent, it's a blueprint, it's a gift that you gave yourself in taking a breath here on this planet at that precise moment. You chose your birth date and the numerology around that date. Now, I'm not a numerologist, but, oh, boy, do I get excited about your life path number and your personal year. I love it all. And I find that there's incredible wisdom. It's very helpful. Like right now, I'm approaching my 69th birthday, and I'm ending a personal year, a four, and starting a five. I find this incredibly helpful in seeing the picture. What has this been about? What's coming? Mm-hmm. But here's an, the amazing piece and of course you chose your parents and you chose your ancestors mm-hmm. groaned we can hear gro- yeah, grow, what thinking <laughs> and you chose these big wounds these big ancestral wounds for example addiction has a tendency to come in families right and that is the case in my family and I upon hearing it was an astrologer that told me that if you could shift your thinking about your addictions your great i you know, everybody in my family has diabetes 1, whatever the issue is, instead of viewing it as, oh, woe is me, why did this happen to me, what if, as you were preparing to be born, all your ancestors lined up and they came to you carrying Mm -hmm. this addiction, Mm -hmm. carrying this tendency, carrying this sadness, carrying this sorrow, carrying this disease, carrying this addiction to anger, whatever it is, and they said, not Boy, are we going to screw you up. They said, Beloved, you're the one. You're the one. You are going to heal this. I heard that and went, Wait a second. Wait a second. I called my son, and I said, Sweetheart, I know this sounds a little strange, but just take this in for a moment. Because his father and family going back on both our sides, you know, massive amounts of alcoholism and addiction, and my son at a young age, stopped it. He put himself in a hospital, turned himself around. He's been sober now. It'll be two years this summer. And I said, sweetheart, told him this story, and I could hear him kind of going, yeah, Mom. And then I said, sweetheart, what if, as you are healing addiction, you are healing your father on the other side? Mm -hmm. There was this silence. And I could hear the tears. Mm -hmm. And he said, Mom, that is so helpful to know. (sighs) Yeah, woo! Woo! So you chose your name, you chose the numeric vibration of your name, and you chose how, how to be born. Because if the body remembers, and the body remembers how you're born, and this comes from a deep researcher in Australia... Then if you look at how you handle transitions in life, you're going to see a pattern. When big change is coming, you have a tendency to handle it the same way. And I didn't know this until I read the Australian book, and I went, oh, dear. And I look at all the big transitions in my life, Mm -hmm. I would go, na-na-na, 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 na-na-na. Okay, I'm in. Like my son wanted a tattoo. I said, never over my dead body, never going to happen. No, 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 One day I knocked on his door and I said, sweetheart, do you still want that tattoo? He said, yeah. I said, well, I'd be happy to pay for it. And the guy looked at me like, oh, I have such a crazy mother. So then I read this book about how the way you handle transitions actually comes from the way you were born. Well, I was born in 1948 when the women were drugged. Wow. Now, visualize what's happening to the baby. Mom is drugged and can't participate in the birth. Well, guess what? I was drugged too. (laughs) And so you're pulled out by forceps, and finally you kind of go, oh, we're here. (laughs) If you look at these, and this is really helpful to people who don't understand how these wacky things happen in their lives, go back and look at how you were born and realize that you chose to be born that way. And if you will now heal that pattern, recognize that pattern, get it out of your body, heal it, guess what? You no longer have to handle change and transitions and fear in that way. It's astonishing. Oh, my God. I love Yeah, that. we're in Oh, my God, Territory.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, a lot of this that we're talking about in Janet Connor's new book, by the way, Find Your Soul's Purpose, is in the book, how to do yes. your numerology, how to do your name yes. numerology, your life soul purpose, all of that's in there. You, you talk about Dan Millman's work, which we love that book that he has done. Yeah, blessings to Dan and, and all of his work over the years. Um, so there's all kinds of really great support for you, too. I was busy doing mine, redoing mine again this morning. Super fun. Um, so we're going to move on, though. All right, everybody, don't don't worry. You can get a copy of the book. Right in there. Okay, this is all helpful. So we spiral through that portion, honoring your soul's birth choices, and then we move to the next segment in your book, which is remember your soul's divine purpose. Yeah.
0: Let's talk about that. Later. This is what it's all been coming to. So you've gone so far back in time through your own life, looking yourself in the eyes, listening to your soul's stories. You've gone back to birth. You've gone back to before birth. Well, what's next, people? <laughs> Is that really possible? Can you step out of time altogether? Well, if you've been playing along, doing all the deep soul inquiries, yes, you absolutely can. And there are guided meditations. You can read them in the book, but it's a a lot more fun to listen to them. And there is a little secret link in the book. That gets you onto my website, and you can listen to all the guided meditations. I love that piece. And they're wonderful, by the way. Thank you. Well, you know, I typed them up, but I didn't write them. I saw them in my dreams. (laughs) So in this last... Very deep, a very profound experience at the base of the spiral. You finally step out of time altogether. What happens now is unique and personal to each individual. But you will have, I promise, an encounter with the mystery. However you perceive, however the mystery appears itself to you. And in that profound mystical experience, because every single one of us is a mystic, every single one of us has this capacity. This isn't reserved for the saints and the people in the ashrams. This is who you are because you're a divine being, right? So in this encounter, you remember... Your soul's purpose, it comes to you as a seed, a little beautiful seed that's placed in your heart. But inside that seed are all your gifts and talents, whether you are aware of them or have used them or not. Your sorrows, you choose them. They're put out in front of you like a tray. And you choose these wounds and these woes and these sorrows. Sometimes you know what they are, sometimes you don't. But this is the great friction of your life. How are you ever going to wake up, right, if you don't come up against them? So these are beautiful choices you're making, and you put them in your heart. You put your soul purpose in your heart, your gifts, your talents, your wounds, your woes. You meet your ancestors. You put them in your heart. And then, because it can seem a little overwhelming, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you are reminded that you have a divine teacher. You're not alone, you've never been alone, you never will be alone. You just may not be noticing Mm. that you have your very own divine teacher who has always been with you, will always be with you. My teacher's name is Sophia, the Divine Feminine. Mm. And anything I need to learn, experience, understand, receive, The miracles, they just come, the synchronicities come, I invoke her presence every day, and life suddenly becomes not this hard puzzle to solve or accomplish in the list of things you have to do. Life becomes this dance. You're... you're, you're always accompanied by your divine teacher.
1: Oh, my. Oh, my. Who doesn't want that? Everybody is scrambling to get to their computer right now. Don't touch that dial. We'll be right back. More and more and more with Janet Connor when we return right after these messages. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention? We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com.
3: To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life. But it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch. Go to a park or visit a zoo. Help your child with their homework. Sit down together for dinner. Ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short. But the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one 4 dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff?
1: I just got some exciting news. There's a live webinar happening uh, right now. Uh, Finding Your Soul's Purposes is
0: available online. Where do we go, Janet, to find more information? My website is my name, Janet, J-A-N-E-T, Connor, dot com. And my books are there, all of my live events. And, yes, indeed, we just started a nine-week walk Uh, It's a global webinar with people around the world gathering to walk the sacred spiral in community. It's right there on the home page.
1: Check it out, everybody. I'm going to check it out myself, as a matter of fact. I love it. I mean, you just can't get enough of you, Janet. (laughs) Revisit, re-see, and remember your past. This is Loop 5. What do we do here? What are we talking about? Well...
0: You know, I thought, intellectually, wouldn't any listener think, well, the book should be over now? You remembered your soul's purpose. May you now go in peace and, you know, be happy ever after. I, but keep in mind, I was inside the spiral and counting them. I went, wait a second. This <laughs> have to go. So on the fifth loop, I actually think this is the most mystical adventure in the entire book. You have this little experience with the mystery back on the fourth where you look into the eyes of the divine and you ask the divine, would you help me remember how to see this way? And you learn to see with eyes of love. So when you now are on the fifth loop, you have this astonishing opportunity to look back at your life, look at a scene you regret and see it through human eye and a divine eye simultaneously and in that moment you have the opportunity to change what happened by looking at it through divine eyes of love because the divine does only look at us through eyes of love no matter what we're doing and we can do some pretty crazy stuff the divine sees because the divine is seeing the divine in us right Mm. right Mm. so we don't know how to look that way. We only know how to look at the world and go, ay, yeah, 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 and we look at ourselves and go, what the hell are you thinking? Oh, my God, how could you be so stupid? And look what you did and look what you said. Well, we, we've got that down pat. But now you have this divine opportunity, and in the guided meditation, two opportunities arise. There's a scene and your soul selects it, you don't, and you have the opportunity to look at it through your human judgmental eye and go, oof, oof, I do regret that. I'm sorry. If I could do that over, I would. Mm-hmm. And then shift into your divine eye. And what happens is miraculous. It's really almost impossible to put into words, but you do, because you are a divine being, you have the ability to alter the path for yourself and everyone in that scene, past, present, and future. Like I said, it's the most mystical book chapter in the book, I think.
1: Gorgeous. All right, so we're going to be... Uh, cultivating this new way of seeing in chapter 5 and chapter 6, serve your soul's divine purpose. What are we talking about then? Well,
0: I almost thought this was comical. It's like, shouldn't have that been, like, shouldn't chapter 1 have been, remember your soul's purpose, and chapter 2, bring it to life, and the book should be short and over. So it was quite an adventure for me to discover that, no, you have all these mystical experiences you need to have first. So here we are, the sixth loop, before you actually start bringing this thing to life. But there's all kinds of practical, fun things that you can do to express your soul's purpose. In the life you're having now, you don't have to throw it out the window. And you know where I learned this is from the science. Once again, it's science. When a seed is open and the roots go down first. So first you've got to get your spiritual food. So once you get your spiritual food, especially the taproot, that you absolutely always have access to your biggest spiritual food, now the seed's going to send up a little leaf, right? We see that. In second grade, we put the little seed in third, yeah. and there it comes. But what we don't see, but science can see, is that a seed first sends up an etheric leaf an etheric, an invisible leaf, and it's sort of looking around and saying, is there room here? And when it decides that, yes, there actually is sunlight and, and okay, then the green leaf follows. We do exactly the same thing. You send up an etheric leaf. Okay, I could express my soul's purpose. I could express my creativity. I could express my talent in this gentle way, this little test, little test way. And then when I learned that i looked back at my own life and realized that when i was going through the divorce and these poems were coming out sort of prayers sort of poems i sent one to my brother larry a therapist in portland oregon and bless his heart that was my hysterical leaf only i didn't know it and he called me and he didn't say they were good he didn't say it was bad he just said keep writing and send them to me Mm -hmm. And non-judgmentally, for two years, I placed these really ugly (laughs) prayer poems going through the (laughs) world in his sacred hands. That was the etheric leaf testing, Mm -hmm. am I a writer? And I didn't even know it.
1: Yeah. That's beautiful. All right, everybody's got their own version of this. Get excited for yourself, Janet. You are showing us the way. You're paving the way. Chapter
0: 7 is all about couching that in the heart. It's right. In the end. In the end. All of these experiences, all of this learning, all of this remembering that has remembered you back to your original perfect soul state. Now how are you going to live? Right? Well, it's all in your heart. The seed that you were given is in your heart. The taproot comes down from your heart. The etheric leaves go up from your heart. So you just have to learn to live from your heart. Not your head. Not your goals. Not the pressure that you feel. Not the monetary pressure. By the time you have finished this deep, sacred walk, Your heart is so full. Mm -hmm. You have such communion with your divine teacher. Mm -hmm. You know who you are. You know why you're here. You know your gifts. You know your talents. You have everything you need to create a life you deeply, deeply, deeply love. And so um an analogy that I offer that means a lot to me and actually came from Matthew Fox when he was on my radio show, The Soul Directed Life. Uh, he oh uh, don't you I mean oh. yes, well, he I he was the first that I heard say, you know, the call to have the mystics yes. Oh sure, yeah, mystics yes. But you first have to cultivate your spiritual warriors no. And that's what I teach on chapter seven. Thank you
1: so much for being with us today. <clears throat> As always, you are a gift. Your work is so it keeps on giving. It's a gift that keeps on giving. You, you have to come back, and anytime you're welcome here on Marion Live, you know that. Thank you. All right, everybody, sit tight. We're going to be back. Connor dot com for more information. When we return, we'll we'll be together for our wrap right here on Marion Live. Sit quietly, close your eyes, turn your attention inward, and draw a card. You can go online right now and get a free reading on Live and try out the cards. And for under $20, what better way to give yourself a gift of your own attention. We wish you every blessing. We'll see you next time. Check out MarianneLive.com.
3: To be a good father is the most important job in a man's life. But it doesn't have to be hard. Play catch. Go to a park or visit a zoo. Help your child with their homework. Sit down together for dinner. Ask them how their day was. Things get busy, and sometimes we all fall short. But the smallest moments can have the biggest impact on a child's life. Take time to be a dad today. Learn more at one dad 411 or visit fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council.
2: Stuff, stuff, stuff. Where can I contain all of my stuff?
1: Now that you know, you get to find out your soul's purpose, what you're doing here. Everybody's so busy. Don't forget, we're we're uh, gonna just give you some parting words here from Janet Connor before you rush off. Janet, what do you want to leave us with today?
0: I'd like to leave you with the first sentence of the book. The first thing to remember: there is a purpose inside you. There is a divine purpose inside everyone. Thank you
1: so much for that. I just adore you. You're such a special Thank person. Thank you so much for being, leading the way, showing us the light, using your words to show us the light. Thank you. We will have you back anytime coming up here in the future. And By the way, you can find this archive at MarianLive.com. For more information, go there. Next week, Eric Mizell back. He is talking to us about overcoming your difficult family right here on Live. <laughs> in the meantime, the third part of our practice is go do something good for somebody else. And don't let them know you did it. We'll leave it on that note. We wish you every blessing, everybody. We'll see you next time. Same time, same place. Until then.